0: Welcome to A Fruitful Life, a podcast featuring the teaching ministry of Rick Clendenin, Benton, Kentucky. And now, A Fruitful Life. Hello, and welcome to A Fruitful Life with Rick Clendenin. Today, Brother Rick concludes Session 4 of the 5-part Living the Dream series, entitled The Prison Test. His scripture text is taken from the book of Genesis, chapter fifty verses 15 through 21. On the last broadcast, Brother Rick brought us two of three things we need to know about unforgiveness, the five principles of forgiveness, and the first of three reasons that we don't know how to forgive. On this broadcast, he'll bring us the other two, including three things that we have to achieve in order to forgive anybody. And then he concludes the message by taking us to Matthew chapter 15, where Jesus taught about forgiveness. And now, here's Brother Rick.
1: See, when you choose not to release someone, then you choose to carry them. Wow. <laughs> if I don't let them go, I got tote totem. And did you know the problem with that? Hands that are full cannot receive a blessing. They're already occupied. If I handed you a box and you're holding that box and I say, Oh, by the way, I'd like to give you a couple thousand dollars. I may never know you gonna lay that box down (laughs) Did you know hands that hold a grudge cannot receive a blessing? You know as long as you carry it he can't bless you with what he wants to bless you with because your hands are full Dangerous to carry a blessing we don't know how to release and here's the reason we don't know how to release We don't know how to receive See, the reason we can't give forgiveness is really we haven't received it. We don't understand it. You can't give somebody something you don't have. See, if you believe you earn forgiveness, then you will make everybody earn theirs. Wow. See, if I believe I got to get God in a good humor for him to forgive me, (laughs) you know one time, I don't know how God does you. He he talks to me real simple. God has never talked to me in old English. He never used thou or thee not one time. He tells me simple stuff like hush. And I can understand that. But one day I come home and I was just as mad as I could be. I don't know what happened. And I laid down in the floor. And when I laid down the floor, I just by myself laying on my back in the living room floor by myself just mad as I could be. And the Lord began to talk to me. That troubled me. I said, Lord, don't you know I'm mad? And the Lord said, if I only talked to you when you thought you were spiritual, we wouldn't talk a lot. (laughs) Now, I want to show you something. We think you got to get in some attitude, atmosphere. Now, he usually talks to me when I'm ticked off at something. Amen. I tell you what, the Lord's spoken to me more than any other word. (laughs) <laughs> he stole me that three or four thousand times. <laughs> he talks me a lot when I'm not behaving. And what you got to understand is, he wants to teach you how to receive. And it Ain't got nothing to do with you earning it. If you think you got to earn it, then you're going to expect everybody to earn it. It don't work that way. See, forgiveness is a gift of mercy, and the only thing you can do with a gift is receive it. Nothing you can do to earn it. If you can earn it, it's a reward. It's not a gift. Now, here's the next thing you've got to understand. Once you receive it, then you can give it. And as Matthew 10, 8 says, freely you have received, free to give." Once you understand it's free, you can give it away. Amen? Now, here's the third thing. The reason we can't receive is because we don't believe so I can't release because I haven't received. I can't receive because I really don't believe. I don't believe God's word. There's three things you've got to believe before you'll ever release anybody. I'm just telling you the truth. Here's the first thing you got to believe. you got to believe that your sins are cast as far as the east is from the west. Do you believe that? Do you believe when you bring up past sins, God says, what are you talking about? <laughs> See, because we remember, we forget that he forgot. Did you follow me on that little? Because we remember the sin, we forget that he forgot. And cast my sins as far as the east is from the west. Man, that ought to make a mummy shout. Or to make a statue leap up and down just to realize he's cast your sins away from you. If you believe, they're gone forever, never to be mentioned again. Can we say, wow? you got to believe that, though. Here's the second thing you got to believe. You got to believe you're the righteousness of God in Christ. Now, that one's a tough one. (laughs) I'm the righteousness of God. He that knew no sin became sin that I might become the righteousness of God. And number three, you got to believe, and that's found in 1 Corinthians 5, 21. And number three, you got to believe Romans 10, 19. you got to believe what he said. Listen to this. Dearly beloved, avenge not yourself. Rather give place under wrath, for it is written. Everybody say it's written. Vengeance is mine, and I will repay, saith the Lord. you got to believe that God is judging. He will right or wrong. If you believe that you have been forgiven, your sins are cast from the east and from the west. If you believe that you are presently now the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus and you believe that God will take care of every wrong that's ever come into your life, then and only then can you release your brother from his error. Now I want us to close with this. open your Bibles to Matthew chapter 18. Matthew chapter 18. I can't read it because I'm crying, but I'm going to tell you the story. Matthew 18, you got to love Apostle Peter. How many of you love Apostle Peter? When I get to heaven, I'm going to hug Jesus and then some of my family members. <laughs> and then I'm going to go looking for Apostle Peter because nobody gave me hope like he did. Because when you read the Bible and you start reading about John the Beloved, it's kind of hard to identify with him. You know, he's doing everything right. Kind of looks like a teacher's peg. Got his head on Jesus' chest, you know. Every answer right. But when you find Apostle Peter, you breathe a sigh of relief. Because if Peter made it, we all got a shot. Because Peter's talking when he ain't got a clue what he's saying. Peter talked so much, God spoke out of heaven and told Peter, shut up. Listen, if God speaks out of heaven and says, shut up, you are obnoxious. Now, Peter, he's always trying to show he's the head of the pack. You got to love it. And he's walking along with the disciples. It's kind of a funny story. And Peter's mind's working like a little bee. And Peter's thinking, what could I do to show these guys that I really got it going on? Okay, let's see. I can ask Jesus. Jesus, how many times should I forgive my brother? Now the Jews, they believe three times. Let's see. There's a law of Cain. Now that's the worstest thing you could possibly ever say against anybody. The law of Cain be against because the law of Cain means you gotta forgive them seven times. So he thought that's what I Jesus? Like these little studious dude. Jesus? How often should I forgive my brother? And then he got the answer, see? Seven times. And Jesus throws a curveball. Has he ever thrown you one? Jesus knew that in Genesis chapter 4 there was a descendant of Cain named Lamesh. And Lamesh said, if Cain be avenged seven times, Whoever touches me, may he be avenged 70 times. So if I said to you, Pastor, the law of Lamesh against you, that meant you over, Bubba. Never am I going to forgive you in this world or the world to come. So Jesus takes the law of Cain, multiplies it by the law of Lamesh. And then says, Peter, when you get that worked out, Bubba, come back. Now, if you do a little math, you'll find out that's 490 times a day. Can I help you, beloved? If somebody's getting on your nerves 490 times a day, it's not an accident. They're trying to get on your nerves. Do you understand that's once every three minutes? <laughs> once every three minutes. Jesus said, forgive them. Once every three minutes. And it's at that time, while Peter's standing there going, that Jesus decides to teach a message. And here's what he said. There was a man one day that owed his master $28 million. And he went in and fell down before his master and said, Master, I can't pay you. And the master said, your sin is forgiven. And the same man, everybody said the same man. Amen. Same man went out and grabbed his brother by the throat for $17.50. He said, pay me. Now, why did he do that? Because he still thought he owed the debt that had just been canceled. Are you listening to me? He thought he had to scrape together the $28 even though the master told him, you're forgiven. Listen to me, church. You can't forgive your brother because you don't think you've been forgiven, and you're trying to scrape together everything you can do to pay off your debt that Jesus has already paid. And until you know that and believe that, you can't let the one that owes you 1750 go. And what Jesus was showing is, I have forgiven you a massive debt, and you hold your brother to some petty thing? If you do that, I won't hear your prayers. I will not hear your prayers. I will not forgive you, and I will not. Allow the gift to operate in you. See, here's friends is a truth. Just want you to get this. If you can accept forgiveness, then you can give it. Tonight, I want you to bow your heads where you are. I believe this is so important because, see, after the pit where we deal with pride, and after Potiphar's house where we think our hearts are all pure we get down to the real issues there's some things we're refusing to let go of and tonight God wants you to release what you hold in your hand that he may give you what he holds in his if you're sitting here tonight and someone's hurt you I'm not minimizing that pain in fact we are speaking to that pain if that's you would you just slip up your and say, brother Rick I've really been injured I've been hurt by someone I've been betrayed just hold up your hand it's okay yeah, I see your hand. I see it. They really hurt you. <laughs> Jesus knows that. Like we sung tonight, he paid it all. He paid it all. He paid for that. You don't have to worry about that. How many of you say, Brother Rick, I've tried to forgive people, and in fact, sometimes I thought I had forgiven them. How will I know when I forgive them? Well... Joseph had compassion. Do you have compassion on them yet? Joseph said, I'll be kind to your children. Are you happy and kind to their family yet? Joseph said, don't be afraid. Are you still holding fear over people's head? Joseph said he would meet their need. Are you willing to meet their need? Compassion, nourishment. Comfort you. I'll speak highly of you. Kindly to you. How many of you just lift up your hand and say, Brother Rick, I want to forgive. I want my shelves clean. Hold up your hand. Right now. Let's be honest before God. God has a plan.
0: Thank you for joining us for today's podcast from A Fruitful Life. We hope that you'll tell your friends and family about the podcast. And if you like, join us on social media by liking our AFL Facebook page or by following Brother Rick's posts on Twitter. You can also find us on the web at afruitfullife.org. A Fruitful Life is the radio and media ministry of Rick and Debbie Clendenin, Benton, Kentucky. You may find out more about Brother Rick's life and legacy by visiting our website. Once again, that's a fruitfullife.org. Thanks for listening.